You're listening to your NBA podcast with Larry O'Brien. Kane, this All-Star week, I was resting my hamstring, yeah. and you said no. Mm-hmm. Get your ass online. No rest for the week. No rest. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Before I get to our show, I want to ask you, have you been watching the Winter Olympics? Mm-hmm. Is that this year? <laughs> Okay, okay. Didn't we just have the Olympics last year? Already? I know you're joking. That was the one in Japan. This is the real Olympics in China. Didn't we just have an Asian Olympics already? This is the real Olympics. No one pays attention to the Winter Olympics. The one we had in Japan, that was uh, that was a preseason. This is the real deal. This is a real deal. <laughs> so nice. It's not surprising to me that you haven't been paying much attention to the Olympics. Obviously, your hate for for your own people supersedes the Olympic spirit, the human spirit. Well, how many medals has China won? China has now... What's the tally? Who's winning? China has now won more gold medal than the USA. China number mm. one. Well, Norway has the most medals. I didn't... Uh, Where's Canada? Wouldn't Canada be higher uh, yeah, on this I, list? Yeah, I thought they would be too. Norway is doing really well. They normally do pretty well as well, but I don't think they normally... I mean, all Scandinavian-ish, you know, nor- very North European countries would do well. I'm surprised China is doing so well, considering they don't really have no, ice. What are you talking about? <laughs> they don't have ice. They have plenty of ice. Well, not like the whole country. Only like the northern part of China has ice. It's, it's, it's a gold medal part. That's the part that has ice. Yeah, Canada's nowhere near this list. I'm looking at the top 10, and honestly, I walked. I watched more of the three-point contest than the Winter Olympics. Oh my god, okay. <laughs> Do you hate your people this much? The only ice I watched was uh, the shooting that Trey Young was doing at the three-point contest. That was the only ice I was watching. I didn't call you to talk about the Winter Olympics. I don't care about the stupid Winter Olympics. Let's... Okay, Talk I, about I the All-Star be, Weekend. I, I, was, I was gonna share some happiness that our country, our, our people have won nine gold medals, I but... Don't, uh, don't care. Your, your hate runs much deeper. care about this. So let's get back to what you love watching. The G League Dunk Contest. So Obi Toppin, yeah. just to give you an idea, I, don't even, I didn't even know the guy's first name. Okay, he plays for the Knicks, I see. <sighs> you knew, you knew who I know who he was, him. but this must be like the worst slam dunk. He was like seventh overall pick. So I watched the, sl- the G League slam dunk competition. First of all, it's full of- It's not called that, but- They should call it that because g- get rid of Gatorade. You can still keep the G, just G League, okay? First of all, none of the players that are in the dunk competition, none of the players we care about. Open top and seventh pick, mm. who cares? I don't care. Mm. Jalen Green, number second pick mm. of the Houston mm. Rockets, he sucks. He, he barely, he took like 10 tries to make a dunk. This is like flashback mm. to Birdman, like 2004 or whatever it was, when he, tr- he did like 20 attempts to make a dunk. And even they could dunk, who the fuck cares? Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. care if Obi Toppin dunks. Like, who is this person? I've never seen him. Yeah, yeah, true. I mean, the high, like Jalen, Jalen Green is uh, second overall pick of the Rockets, but apparently he was How like, much Jalen Green have you seen this season? Yeah. No, none, but yeah. 0.0. Second overall pick. I think Cole Anthony is like a top 10 overall pick or something. Uh, it's getting to a point where now, a couple of years ago, the three-point competition kind of overtook uh, the dunk competition as kind of like the highlight of the weekend. Mm. At least because it had big names. It like had much bigger names. 
Zach Levine, Trey Young, Cat, all competing. The dunk contest to me was never like some kind of star-studded event. Like I never watched the Michael Jordans or the Kobe Bryant's or even the Vince Carter. Like I, I just missed out on Vince Carter. Um, but even if, if you look at that field for Vince Carter, it wasn't like an amazing field. It was Vince Carter, Tracy McGrady, and I don't know, like maybe two other guys not too known. But that was like generally the formula when I started watching the dunk contest. And so like there was always two main um, like guys in the field and then two, two guys that pretty much never stood a chance. Uh, like you had Dwight Howard and Nate Robinson and then you had like Jason Richardson and I don't know Andre Iguodala or you know like it was always kind of like two main guys for me um, of course Aaron Gordon Zach Levine um, but never like the top top guys it was never like Kobe Bryant's you know this year or you know it's not like a Russell Westbrook you know it was never like a top top superstar player in the dunk contest like back in the old days um, I don't know what my question is, but I guess, do, do you think it should be like that? Or like, what can they do to reinvigorate this dunk contest? Because clearly the top stars aren't willing to, um, you know, participate in, in the dunk contest, which is like, I don't know, kind of sad or I don't know, they should just get rid of it or something. Well, it's still the co dunk competition. So just because you're a top player doesn't mean you can compete or you should compete in the dunk competition. But in the example you gave, whether it's McGrady or Vince Carter, two Hall of Famers, that's the level that you have, right? You always have some notable, important star in the... Yeah, some current star player. The other people that are competer, competing, whether it's like Harold Miner or Isaiah Ryder. Like that, Joe, Joe Green and stuff like He was just like a... He was just like a high jumper. Well, that like, that was getting yeah. already in the age of like the um, like decline, right? But back in the '90s, even mm -hmm. the lesser dunkers, even like you know in the '80s, Spud Webb, they're still one of the top players on their respectable teams, right? They might not be the right, top right. player, top five player in the league, but per team, you're sending your best players basically still, right? If they're a dunker, whereas nowadays. Not only do you have players that can't dunk in the dunk competition, but we're getting to the point where we're literally just like putting out rookies. Literally putting just, out rookies. Like what's next? Yeah. It's basically rookies and second years and stuff. Yeah. Do we got to go to our G League team to like find the, the body to like make them dunk? <laughs> I think, yeah, I don't know. Like if, if they really can't attract top t top stars i feel like they should just do some kind of like team event i kind of like how they do the skills challenge um whereas like the pitting team against team maybe uh, you can't just do all, you know sync like one versus one versus one versus one maybe it's some kind of team tandem dunking horse competition or something like that in terms of showcasing the best dunks i think that's over because People aren't interested in dunking, and to be honest, people can go on YouTube to see amazing dunks that are better than what professional players can do. Yeah. So I think, like you said, I agree with you. You need to change up the format a little. Like, I'd much rather watch, mm -hmm. maybe not a team event, but like, what if we just pick the worst dunkers on a team and make them all try to dunk? <laughs> Clay Thompson versus <laughs> versus. Kyrie Irving. Awesome. No hamstring James Harden versus Joe Harris. 
Make Joe Harris like dunk. Joe Harris, Seth Curry, Seth Curry, just like do a do a Fred Van Vliet versus Seth Curry versus <laughs> uh, um, I don't exactly. know, someone short guy versus uh, Fernando Caparos, I forgot his name. Like the fact that they can dunk, just like if they make Campanzo. a dunk, that'd be exciting. Yeah. It's got to be like that, right? Maybe they dunk and then like. Yeah, maybe it can still be team, but maybe it keeps going up. Like they start at six at, at six feet high or something, and you know, and then it goes up seven feet, eight feet, nine feet, ten feet, eleven feet, twelve feet, and then you know, if you can't dunk anymore, then you're out. And you get like not only do you get points for executing dunk, you get like points for like the most dramatic fall. You know, Clay Thompson would be like <laughs> fucking spinning out of control, <laughs> falling on his ass. Yeah, just, just <laughs> yeah, okay. This won't this won't work. But you know what I'm saying? Um, like, that, okay, I'd like, watch that. Yeah, who, I'd watch that. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Yeah, I definitely think they need to change it up next year. They can't just have the same format of like 1v1v1v1. I was going to ask though, like, dream current player dunk contest. This is a tough one because, to be honest, I don't even know who the top dunkers in the league are right now. Okay, I'm going to throw out health. Like, health, health isn't a problem. Like, these guys are injured aren't injured in, the, in, this, right, in this fantasy, right. okay? So the top two that I have in mind is Jar and Zion. Oh, yeah. One and, one and two in the draft, they're, they're definitely mm. the dunk contest for me. Zion and Jar. And they're young guys too, but, I mean, they've proven the hops. Who do we call to find Zion? <laughs> it's not Dave Griffin. He doesn't know where he is. Yeah. We gotta find <laughs> someone else. Yeah, we just need to get the top Chinese spies on that. <laughs> He's not in New Orleans. No, he's nowhere close. Where's he from? What's, he's like from the south, right? He's like kind of Alabama, Kentucky sort of area. He was born in North Carolina. Yeah, that's pretty see close. where he went to school. Yeah, that's considered south. Like the old traditional south. He went to, he went to school to Duke. That's pretty, that's, that's North, isn't that North Carolina, isn't Duke in North Carolina? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe a lot of the names I would just throw out just for fun is probably like Giannis and Giannis was in a dunk competition as well, and he, that that was like pre pre star Giannis, so it's pretty cool. Like there are gems once in a while. You get gems like in you know Zach Levine and Aaron Gordon and Giannis dunking from the free th- free throw line. Um, otherwise, yeah, it hasn't been that case for a while. Yeah, I think you're right. It's got to be Jot. It's got to be Zion. Um, you put LeBron in there. Put LeBron, yeah. Because part LeBron, of the dunking is not that you need to be like gymnastics in the air. It's about power. Mm, power. You need you need to finish with power. Exactly. So you know today's dunk competition. By the time like Jalen Green completed his dunk, he was like so tired that like that's <laughs> just. <laughs> Because he missed like his first eight attempts. <laughs> there's no or that the moves the the moves are so complicated that there's no power by the time you put it in the net, right? Like in a real game situation, you touch his arms and probably the ball will go flying. It's because he's he's like he's literally just yeah. like popping it in, right? Dropping it in rather than like snapping it. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the amazing thing with Zion and Jaw is like. It's not like they're like ac- acrobatic in the air. They just have so much uh, like thrust and leaping ability that they just slam it into the hoop. And it's just amazing how hard they slam it in that they take bodies with them when when they're flying in the air. I think that would be a good dunk, 
like just a poster. Like, you know, like usually people stand uh, in front of the hoop and you jump over them. And it's like kind of cool. They should just have like a sacrificial body in front of the in front of the hoop and they just like poster them. I thought about that. Like, body. It couldn't work because the, the chance of injury is too much in such a competition. No, no, it's not like an actual NBA player. It'll be like just some sacrificial lamb. Today's competition, they did have um, like pro- not props, but people like just standing there. But like to be honest, again, we've seen this so many times. Yeah, we've seen this over so many them, times. Though. Like I don't care. Like what? Wh- how, what's that simulating? That's simulating nothing. There, and I think that's part of it as well. Like the the reason why Vince Carter was so convincing when he was doing the dunk competition is because we saw a lot of those similar types of dunks in real games. So we can it translates mm. into our mind that. It's that power that he's bringing in the game into the dunk competition. Whereas a lot of these dunks, they're not remotely possible in real games because, like I said, you touch. It feels like if you touch the player, they'll go, they'll go flying. Right? There's no power behind it. I think that's okay, but I think the point is, yeah, maybe Obi Topin, Obi Topin is the best dunker in this thing. But I think, yeah, I think I get your point because when you see Vince Carter dunk in a game. You'll be like, oh my god, that that would have been insane even in the dunk contest. The way he finished with that much power at, at the rim is, and then when he does it in the dunk contest with a little bit more flair, because like you know he can do double, he can just travel with a ball and he can gather properly and just you know no one's in front of him. It's just like you kind of see the potential of what he could do in a in a in a game if he had that space. You know what I mean? But with these guys, I, I see what you're saying. Like with these guys. They're trying these like amazing acrobatic things, but uh, like they're barely having enough power to f- to like complete the dunk, and it's just like, what's the point? Like, it's too out of the realm of possibility that like for me to believe that that you know they can dunk like this. I get what you're saying. Like, if if someone like ah like because like if someone just like swipes like even touches the li- like the knee or something, they're not going to. Even remotely exactly. get close exactly. to, the, to the rim. And what do we hear in the games? We hear they have to go down. They have to go up strong. Finish strong. Mm. If you don't finish strong, yeah. you're gonna get blocked. Where it's not gonna go in. Where you're gonna get your shot like um, uh, change your shot. Throw it down. And that's what we want. We want that power. You have to go strong. Whereas a lot of these dunks, mm. they can barely complete mm. the moves. That they're not going up strong. And by the time they actually mm. dunk, quote unquote dunk, that- they're just like. Putting yeah. the ball into the, yeah. the basket. Yeah, yeah. In a real game, Giannis would be fucking swatting that thing to like the third row. Yeah, it's a simulation at then. Like it's it's not meant to be real life. They're never going to attempt these things in a game. But you like to simulate it in a way that if if they had that space and they had the time, that they would be able to complete this amazing dunk with this flair and finish it with power. But like you said, the, they're going so overboard with the the acrobatics almost that they can't even finish the dunk properly. It's just like even if they do get the ball into the hoop, it's just this kind of weak, um, you know, like dribble, like just a kind of like dribbles in, like it kind of just like flops from the hand in through the. Yeah, hoop. exactly, <clears throat> exactly. Um, I think that kind of gives me more appreciation for Blake Griffin's dunk, um, you know, all those years ago, because even though he never connected on like his hand, his hand onto the onto the ring, it just. It just it just emphasizes what you were saying about the finish, the power. Like he didn't have to touch his hand on the ring. He he was so high up above the ring that he was able to just throw the ball through the ring above above the hoop, and he was just able to like 
just yeah, just hammer it through, like just chucking it through the ring. How about this old timer dunk competition? Bring back Blake Griffin. <laughs> the rings, the knees are just <laughs> going like, to shatter. Blake Griffin. Dwight Howard. Well, actually, Dwight Howard looks good, so he can probably still dunk. He looks. Dwight good. Howard is he looks okay. Good. I mean, I would love to see like a Dwayne Wade or Derek Rose. Like, there's so many, so many names that. Uh, yeah, you know, we never got to see in the dunk contest. Yeah, Derek Rose is like a perfect example of someone that would be perfect for this. Just because in real, mm. Russell Even Westbrook Russell. as well, like in real games, they throw it down with so much power. It's like, oh God. it's yeah. like, get out of the way. I don't even want to try to like foul you because you're just going to like bodos me. Yeah, exactly. Back in the days, like when I saw Derek Rose dunk, I was like, this guy can do no wrong. Like he would... His feet would be like above the ring. I'm exaggerating. But when he would land, he just he's just so young and springy that he just like lands and like nothing nothing's wrong with it. But I mean obviously he was creating he was deteriorating his knees and ankles every time he landed with those dunks. But you know, when he was young, like when I first saw him land and become MVP like in his third season, it was just like he could he could do anything. He just it wouldn't matter, he just dunks on you. There's nothing you can do. How about this for a new dunk competition idea? Bring back the iconic posters. So in other words, bring back the dunk, like recreate the dunk in game, except now you're recreating in front of like mm. the audience, right? Mm. We gotta mm. find Paul mm. Gasol, Paul Gasol back, and they have Blake like it's like, <laughs> like dunk him, dunk him, like throw him to the ground. It's it's like karaoke. Yeah, exactly. Like Le, Le, LeBron dunk over Draymond Green. Well, he didn't complete it in the finals, but. <laughs> oh, he, no, he, I mean, he dunked over like a lot. He dunked over um, uh, Jet, Jason Jay, Terry. Jason Terry. Jason Terry. <laughs> Come on, I mean, seriously. Seriously, this is, oh man. I shouldn't have been, you know, how come the league don't contact us more? I, I feel this is like, these are good ideas. Imagine like, this is the 75th anniversary of the NBA. Let's bring back some of the classic moments in NBA history and dunks. Let's get mm. Jason Terry out, mm. put him in front, have LeBron dunk all over him and like thrust his crotch in his face and then push him down. Nah, but like... Yeah, I mean, like, we don't have to go even that dangerous, like, to be honest, like, I like that idea, like, why not just do the, like, the honey, like, the honey, uh, what is it, the, mm. like, the elbow in the ring dunk, you know, classic, or, like, the deep brown, like, um, blind dunk, like, just classic things like that, like, we don't have to get too dangerous here, but, yeah, I, I think that's a good idea, classic 50 dunks, as in, like, you know, they scored 50. Do the classic 50 dunks, and have everyone, in other words, have everyone compete mm. for doing the same dunks, right? And see who can execute it better. Yeah, because these guys are athletic enough to do it. They don't have to be so creative to come up with their own. Like, they're definitely good enough to dunk like other previous dunkers, I, I reckon. Or, like I said, recreate the actual players, not necessarily the, like, the same players, but have the players on the court and then recreate like the game highlight dunks, except in front of the audience again. Yeah. And get the proper players if you can. Yeah, yeah. And you know, as and as like a cherry on top, as an extra bonus, have like LeBron block Andre Iguodala again. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell Andre Iguodala. Tell Andre Iguodala like we're bringing you back to the dunk contest. 
and then like he's going up for his dunk and then <laughs> LeBron just comes out of nowhere. LeBron is like uh, hiding. You get a free layup, Andre. <laughs> Andre, take, do this layup, we'll give you $10,000. Okay, go LeBron, go. <laughs> okay. Should've done it. In Cleveland, oh, they were in Cleveland man. this year too. Imagine, imagine, That'd be imagine so that. That would be so funny. Oh well. Okay. Okay. Alright, okay, let's, we should talk, mention um, AD's injury. So AD was injured earlier this week um, and he's going to be out for a month with a, is it a knee sprain or ankle sprain? An uh, ankle sprain. Ankle, ankle sprain, yeah. The good news yeah. is that it's not worse, it's just an ankle sprain, and it's going to take about four to six weeks, let's say. They say four weeks, but who knows, maybe it's six weeks. I reckon, yeah, yeah. Because, no, they said that they'll reevaluate um, his injury right. know, in four weeks. So, yeah, probably plus court time, getting back to 5 on 5 in practice. Yeah, give it six weeks, which would probably mean that uh, is out for the season, because we know the Lakers aren't making the playoffs with just LeBron and Russell Westbrook and Austin <sighs> Reeves. I might have, I think I'm going to agree with you. Ninth seed right now, just in the play-in tournament? I might have to agree with you. I think they can probably get to the 10th seed, but at some point it's like, if you're going to get bounced in the... <laughs> won't even get to the 10th seed. They are, they're the ninth seed right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying it could be worse. They could drop to like 14th. I mean, okay, well, let's put it this way. So forget the eight, se- eight teams in front of them. Do you, do you think the Blazers, the Spurs, or the Pelicans oh, no, can no. overtake them? So I guess them? you're right. They'll be in the play-in tournament. I don't think any of those teams... Think- yeah. So, because they're ninth. The Blazers no, no are 10th chance. right now. I think the Spurs could, could stand a chance because they have Doc. Sorry, did I say Doc? I meant Pop. They have Pop. Um, I mean, the Kings did beat the Nets twice already, so... Um, you know, you never know. Well, that's on the nets. Uh, <laughs> Pelicans? Oh, Pelicans got CJ McCollum now. Zion Zion is uh, apparently around the corner. According to who? He was meant to uh, play the, <laughs> yeah, game the regular season. Getting regular. Well, I know. The original diagnosis said there was going to return right in the there. regular season. Before the show, you said there's six more weeks left in the season. David Griffin. Griff. Mm. Told the world, announced to the world, A, that Zion has injury, and B, don't worry, he's going to be there ready for the start of the regular season. Or six weeks. When was the regular season? Like six months ago. That was uh, <laughs> six Or now ago. six weeks left to the end of the season. And not only don't we have Zion, they don't even know where he is. Like he's literally not in New Orleans. So he is, just to talk about his situation, because I think... We've talked about him a lot, but I think we tried not to talk about Zion because we always talk about him and how sad of a situation it is that your franchise generational talent isn't even in the city uh, that drafted you. Uh, but he has an op- I think he has an opportunity to sign his max ex- extension this offseason, I believe. And if he doesn't, I think uh, he might just take the one-year qualifying deal. So he will have one year left in New Orleans and then he become a free agent. I don't understand why he would sign the max extension given all his drama and struggles in New Orleans and New Orleans hasn't built a, you know, an efficient winner. They've literally gotten worse every single year uh, he's been on the team. Um, but, I, you know, well, 
I don't know what kind of leverage the team has to make sure he signs the max extension. I mean, the team are not giving him max extension. Maybe the team is fed up with him that he's he's MIA. Oh, and... come on! Are you care? He's serious? No way. No, that's not gonna. I know. I I they should, but I'm just saying. Like, you never know. David Griffin's like, fuck you, Zion. I'm not giving you the max extension. I'll give you a three-year, uh, twenty-four million dollar deal. No, no, no. They're definitely they're definitely giving him max. Otherwise, they wouldn't have gone in like CJ. They wouldn't have made any moves, right? Now, normally, I'd say if it's Zion, no, he's not going to sign that. He's not going to sign long-term contract. He's going to do what you said, do the one-year extension. But I think now, looking at what's happened to Anthony Davis over the last year, how injury-prone Anthony Davis has been, I think Zion will probably sign long-term with the Pelicans. Mm. And then... I don't know. Maybe try to make his way out, but I don't know. I'm also not sure if Zion is a type of personality that would just like do a James Harden or Ben Simmons. I think he, I mean, I think I just watched an old interview, but it just reminded me how likable this guy is. Like Zion is such a, I don't know, like a likable and friendly person in the media, at least that it's hard. Like you said, it's hard for me to imagine that he would pull such a, Kind of a backstabbed move to the, to the team that drafted him. Um, and he's like he's never said anything negative about New Orleans. He's like, from all indications, at least when he plays, he seems to like really love playing there. Um, he loves playing anywhere. Though, that's the thing. Like he talks about every team and city like in such a glowing way. He's, he seems like such a likable kid. So it's sad that he's he's dealt with so many injury problems. But I think he's such a special talent that I, I think he, money won't be an issue for him uh, going forward. He has a you know he has a signature sneaker deal with Nike as well. Um, th- there's a lot of people in his corner like trying to make sure he rehabs correctly. Even if he signs that max deal later on with a different team and not you know he doesn't get the full hometown um, money, I, I think the money is always going to be. He's 22 years old. He. <laughs> He's got a bright future still, as long as he doesn't become Greg Oden, you know, like that level of injury, as long as it doesn't get to that extent, I, I think he still has a bright future. So I would get him out of New Orleans, not because that they're a small market, but I think there's some bad juju with that team. There's some kind of negative karma with that team for some reason that, I don't know, like it, it's like growing moss or something because they don't get any sunlight uh, because they're like, behind the <laughs> Superdome of the <laughs> New Orleans Saints. That like they never get sun, and it's just growing moss and, and, and mildew. And it's just, I don't know, it's just uh, creating a lot of bacteria in the Smoothie King. And you've been into the Barclay Center and you've been to the Smoothie King Center. How do those two places compare? No, one is like the circus and the other is like a state-of-the-art art, uh, uh, arena. What's noticeably different from you know a top-notch arena? Well, first it has a as it has a silly name, the Smoothie King Arena, and not only did they use that name, but they they leaned into it by putting straws everywhere. At first, I was like, why are there like cables like, exposed? And then I realized, oh, okay, this they're the straws that like go around the stadium. Um, it's just not like it's it's not that it's not it's not that nice of a stadium it's like very concrete it's it's bad it's like generally just like poor design of a stadium um 
it, like I said, it, like compared to the Superdome, which is like a spectacular architectural uh, design of a building, it, the Superdome, uh, the, the Smoothie King just looks tragic. But Barclays, the Barclays Center, obviously it's, it's a well-known bank. It's got a lot of, uh, you know, ca- brand cachet, if you will. And it's in the center of Brooklyn. It's, it's, in a, it's in a very nice gentrified part of Brooklyn. It's in the center of, of a strip. It's, it's kind of got great restaurants around it. And it's not, in the, it's not like out in the middle. I'm not saying um, Smoothie King's out in the middle of nowhere, but it's a bit further away from this main part of the city. Barclays, just like MSG, is like right in the center of, of, of that suburb of Brooklyn. Can you see the Superdome from the Smoothie King Center? No, like they're right next to each other. It's kind of like the sports area. Like it's not far from the city. You can walk there. It's not far, but you, you know, like it's it's just a little bit out out of the city because obviously they need space. But New York, being such a primo cosmopolitan area, they're able to build a state. You know what I mean? Like they 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 plan the Brooklyn Nets to play in the city, not like out in Newark or New Jersey. They they're playing literally inside the city, just like MSG. Like just why MSG is so famous and popular is that they built MSG right in the city, right where the, all the thoroughfare, all the traffic is, in the heartbeat of New York City, of Manhattan, is right there. And they have that same concept with Barclays. Yeah, because I went to Barclays once, um, and yeah, you like you come out of, I don't know what station it was, but you come out of the station, and yeah, it's right station, there. Yeah. Just like MSG, because I think it's like Pennsylvania Station, or Penn Station, or one of the stations, in New York City. You come out of that station and then MSG yeah. is like just right there. I mean, it's iconic. MSG is iconic. We know that. I, I kind of just hope Zion leaves. Not because, like I said, not because New Orleans is such a bad city or that they're not a properly devoted basketball city. But I just think it's time for him to move on and find a different team and have a different culture experience. I, I think that would just be good for his career because New Orleans isn't doing any favors to him like Cleveland did for LeBron. You know what I mean? Like Cleveland like loved LeBron. You you could like argue like they're both special talents coming out of um, college and or high school, but the ways Cleveland embraced LeBron like from the get go, it's just not the same reception that Zion has had in New Orleans. So I I just feel for like all those factors like that's affecting him personally and professionally. I, I feel like the best move is to leave. And even if that is a discount, of like at least in the short term. Look, it's a story that we have been following. We will continue to follow. I don't really know how it's going to play out. Just because there's such a injury angle from both sides. Mm. Mm. It's hard to tell Zion, even though I don't, like, we don't have a direct relationship with Zion. But it's hard to tell him that he should leave given his injury history um it will definitely be an off-season story to see what he does if he signs the long-term deal or if he signs a short-term deal the crazy thing is this so far like we've really heard very little about zion for someone that's supposed to be playing at the beginning of the season mm. not only it's not so much that he hasn't played this season but it's also like we haven't heard anything about him or of him it's like he's out of the league yeah well griff lied you know, like, and also Zion clearly doesn't have confidence in the medical training stuff uh, at the, of the Pelicans. 
So it's okay to say he he lies. Like, you know, front offices, coaches, they lie. Like Steve Steve Nash said, you know, Harden's gonna is gonna stay. So I understand that they need to lie sometimes to protect their players. But in the case of Zion, it's not a Ben Simmons where he's like away from the team. He doesn't want anything to do with the team. Or a James Harden who's just, or a Kyrie Irving, right? Who's not allowed to be part of the team. Zion, he's just injured. He's allowed to be part of the team. He can still sit in by the bench. He can still join the team in the games, right? Watching the games. But the thing mm. is, he has, he's been totally mm. absent from the team this entire season. He hasn't like really talked to the media at all. And that's the alarming thing mm. for me. So it feels like he's not part of the team at all. Mm. He's on a, yeah, yeah. You know, like it's, I'm used yeah. to watching a player that's injured, but at least he's on the bench. He's with the teammates. In this case, not only is he not with the teammates, he's not in New Orleans. That means he's not even in the training facilities with the teammates to like rehab. That means his teammates mm. don't even have any visibility of his rehab. Because sometimes you talk to the, mm. the teammates and mm. they'll say like, oh yeah, this person, he's, I see him in the gym. He's like in the training. I, I, he's looking good. Mm. He's looking good. In this case, they couldn't tell you anything about Zion because Zion's not in the same city as they are. So I just find that very strange. And I don't think that's by accident. I do think maybe not coming from Zion, but his, part, his team is managing him in such a way uh, where it's either tr- trying to create leverage with New Orleans or it's prepping him for something else. But that's just speculation. Okay, okay. Um, what else do we've got here? During uh, media interviews at the All-Star game, LeBron said that the door's not closed on a return to the Cavs. And more importantly... No, he didn't say that, but... That's exactly what he said. Oh. He says, quote, doors not closed when talking about a return to the Cavs. That's literally what he said. And that's what's making headlines because uh, in another response, he said something about, like, uh, the Cavs have, like, three all-stars. Garland. Yeah, he did say that. He said, like, Doc Garland. And me. Jared Allen (laughs) and me. That's the more, that's the quote that is, I, I thought was very telling. They include himself as a as a Cleveland All-Star. Add that to the fact that the door's not closed. What is he talking about? You know, LeBron, he doesn't drop this. It's nothing is by accident, okay? This guy has an iron grip on the media and on his media persona. He's playing some game here, Kane. I I don't know what the games are. I don't know the game. I don't know the rules. (sighs) But I see something is happening. I mean, we know the end game. We, we don't know what's going to happen in between, but we know the end game, which is that he wants to go play for the team that drafts his son. And, uh, I mean, we talked about this last week. I, I feel like we broke the story here, uh, even before it came out of the king's mouth. But is it so crazy that LeBron joins the Cavs next season, uh, given all the woes that the Lakers have had? Next season would be incredible. I don't think anyone's predicting that. He's got one more year, like not including this. He's got, uh, after this season, he's got one more season under contract with the Lakers. So the Lakers will have the ability to deal um, him to basically the team of his choosing. And why not, like, for the Lakers? It, it's, he's obviously a depreciate, depreciating asset uh, in terms of 
value, especially if AD is injured and Russell Westbrook is way over the, the hill. The and the rest asset. of his roster is gone and there's no pick. Have you seen who else is on his roster? Well, depreciating in a very, very small depreciation. But what I'm saying is that he's on his last year of his deal. You, can, you just get what you can get because he's not going to re-sign with the Lakers. Interesting. Okay, well, no one's predicted this, so this is very interesting. Well, you know, I'm, you know, well, you know what I'm saying, like, he, he's not going to re-sign. We didn't, that's a fact. Because there's no chance that they draft Bronny because they have no draft picks. <laughs> right? Okay. Um, well, I mean, they could trade for a draft pick to draft Bronny. Sure, okay. But you're right, they have no draft picks. So the chances of him re-signing with LA is low. So if they know all this, I, when you try to trade him and get something back from him, for him? I mean, they could, but they're not going to get much back for him on the other hand if well that's what i'm saying that's why he's a depreciate what could you get for lebron before you could get like three superstars before but now you you know who's who's going to be willing to take on lebron's 44 million 41 million dollar contract or last year of his deal he's made it clear that he's 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 an all-star on, on the Cavs, so he's hand no he's at cleveland he's at cleveland yeah. well who, who's the other cleveland team <laughs> i think they've got a hockey team <laughs> I think it means like he's from Cleveland. Oh, he's from Ohio, so he just he feels okay, like that's how you a read it. Kindred spirit to Cleveland. I I, I kind of read him, like who's got number twenty three? Cause I'm reclaiming it. Is the jersey up in the rafters? Bring it down. I need my jersey. <laughs> I need it. Give it back. <laughs> Uncover that Nike poster. We're witnesses. We are witnesses. I haven't heard anyone say that he's going to leave. The Lakers, so I think this is. I'm just using common sense. It makes sense. I mean, I agree with you. But if it, that happened, it'd be incredible because uh, one of the things, obviously, that happens when you get LeBron is that you gut your roster, right? And in this case, the Lakers have absolutely gutted their roster. They have no draft picks until 2027. They have AD, who's in street clothes for you know 70% of the games and 70% of the time, and you have Russell Westbrook, who's very durable, but then. Um, that only means that you're, you're guaranteed to have like at least five turnovers per game for 82 games because he plays in all the games. And no one, absolutely no one would want to trade anything for Russell Westbrook. You can trade his expiring contract, but again, like you're not going to get anything back of note of value for that, really. Well, I did a trade, trade scenario, and I, I think uh, if, if LeBron's choice is Cleveland, and Cleveland is willing to take on his uh, last year of his deal. No guarantee that he will resign mm. with Cleveland, obviously, mm. because he's. But just one year, one brilliant year of LeBron coming back to Cleveland, round three, join this young nucleus. He doesn't have to do as much work. He's got big bodies behind him. He's got shooters in front of him. He's got young guys that he could trade and you know, you know, refinangle that roster to his liking. One year, and they're not winning the chip anyway, even with oh, uh, you know, Allen or about. Garland or Mobley. The chip is in the bag. They have no chance of winning a championship anyway. Well, they have to be super creative with some of the players. Like I said, I think maybe they have to trade Levert um, for a pure shooter. Mm. Uh, actually, I thought about this after um, we were talking, but is Bradley Beal on the phone? Does Bradley Beal want to join the, join the land? Not sure if I want Bradley Beal to be honest, <laughs> but you know I'm just saying like there, there's some possibilities for this team to get better, and LeBron 
even there for one year, I think would be a major get. And uh, yeah, I, look, I looked it up. If they trade Sexton, I think that's great for the Lakers if they can get a, a young, talented Done. point guard. Sexton, Okoro, Chetty. Um, and that's about it, really. I think maybe another kind of draft pick, small contract to just finish it up. But they have their draft picks, so they can always trade draft picks. And then they can offload like a couple of protected draft picks as well, mm, because I like, like it. I says, it's I like when it. you're left. Just some protected, a couple of protected draft picks, and I think that's a done deal. Like, what could Lakers expect more than some young, promising guard and and small Nothing. forward for a guy that's not going to res- just one year deal? And even with LeBron on the Lakers, they're not going to get to the playoffs. Okay, I think, I think you're breaking news here. Let's get our breaking news. Where's our sound effects? Because uh, who knows what AD is? Who knows what Russell is? Uh, we, uh, sorry, we know what so Russell is. So give us is. a He's prediction. Give us... LeBron's going to Cleveland. He's going to Cleveland. We're winning it. Bring it back. Bring it back. I'm coming home. Round three. Let's go. I'm coming Let's home. Let's go. Okay, I'm coming home. I think we said this last. I feel like we said this last uh, last week too. Look, listeners, we just broken some. Ama- we just broke some tremendous news. Okay, book it, book it, book, book it. it. Kane's been working night and day through his sources, trade tracker <laughs> sources. LeBron, welcome home. Welcome home. He's out of LA. He's out of there. And more importantly, this is not LeBron new contract after his current contract expires. This is forcing a trade from LA back home to Cleveland. Mm. Wow, mm. Kane. Big call, this is a big I call. Mean, I'm surprised that he signed the two-year, I'm surprised he signed the two-year extension in the first place, that he didn't sign a play option. Um, I, I think AD's injuries have really changed the narrative here. Because if AD was healthy and LeBron was healthy, and I don't know what they did with Russell. I don't know what they were thinking with Russell. I don't know who kind of triggered, who who kind of tried to make that trade because that was an epic failure. I mean, and so many people call that out as well. Anyway, I think a lot of these decisions that they made this year, I think they really. I'm pretty sure LeBron made that decision, but. Yeah, probably LeBron. But I think after all these things happen, I think LeBron's like, ah, I can't deal with this team. I, it's not, it's not happening. I, I go leave. I go leave. And then he goes to the All-Star game and he's like seeing all these young Cleveland stars oh, in the All-Star game. Oh. And he's like, where, where are my Laker teammates? Where's AD? Where's Russell? Where's, I don't know, fucking Trevor Ariza? How about where, 39-year-old Trevor Ariza? How about Carmelo Anthony yeah. who's injured sitting on the bench? Where's Malik Monk at, in the three-point contest? Not. Nowhere to be seen. No, no, no. They're no, not no. here. But you know who's here? The young, the young mm, guns in Cleveland. The young cats. Darius Garland. Jared Allen, Looking good. Evan Mobley, mm. they're here. They're here at All-Star Weekend. This is tremendous news. I am very proud of you, Kane. I'm very proud of our show. Or not. Through, we're not. <laughs> or not. No, or All that build-up, he said, we're not. Book it, people. Book it. Look, look. Maybe just get straight to Portland for Damien. Damien? <laughs> this has been tremendous news. I need to go and take a break from, from this. <laughs> I need to go take a bath. Take a bath from this well-deserved... Yeah, I need to take a bath to, like, forget about the, the joke of a sand dunk contest I just witnessed. I feel dirty. I feel shameful and dirty. Uh, last, last question. Who, who, who's the MVP? For the season. Who do you reckon is going to win? 
Yeah, who do you reckon is going to win? I'm going to answer, I don't know. What a cop-out. I've been told at the beginning of the season that it was a lock for Steph, that out of 99 voter, possible voters, that it was Steph Curry. And now I've been told mm. that it looks like uh, Joel Embiid is leading the pack with six weeks to go. Mm. So, you know, the mm. question is, can the Warriors go on a run to close out a season? I think who should be the MVP is probably Jokic. Given all the injuries the Nuggets have had, no Jamal Murray. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like Embiid, I mean, he's doing well. He's doing good. Embiid's good. Embiid's good. I, I think it's... Yeah. It's definitely those three. Uh, Steph, Joel, and... So I have to, I have to cop out and say, I don't know. I, you know. I have no view on this. I have no insight to this. But uh, what, do, what are you hearing? I, I, I will always under, underrate Steph just because... I, I just can't believe this guy that's not that tall is so dominant in the NBA. It's, it's, it's even after all these years, over a decade, it still, it still blows my mind that he's such a dominant player. And when he has his shooting slumps, I'm like, okay, see, like, he's not superhuman. Like, he, he goes through his shooting slumps and he, he's, he's regular, he's not, he's not the MVP. He's just a really, he's just like excellent player. But who knows? Clay comes back to full health. Draymond comes back from injury. Steph can start playing with, you know, pick and rolls with Draymond again. It's, it's going to be a different story. And also, being locking the number one seed over Jokic probably means Steph wins it over Jokic out west. But I think the most talented player this season is Joel. Like, just seeing the way he's dominated. Um, I don't know. I think, I think actually the best player has been Jokic. Just... I don't know, man. I think Jokic is probably my pick, just pure best player in the in the league so far, in this this season. But my heart says it's probably Joel, just because last season probably Joel should have gotten more love, should have gotten more MVP votes, but he didn't because he was out for too long. Um, but I think if it's close, if this if they both stay stay healthy, um, I think Joel Embiid having finishing with a better record in and finishing with the best standing in the East probably means he gets more votes than Jokic will probably finish fourth or fifth at best out west. Okay, interesting. But I think Joel, I think Jokic is the best player, I think, though. I'll, I'll, I, will, I will say that. But wins matter. Wins matter too. Okay, listeners, look. Tune in next week for more of our definitive takes <laughs> where, yeah. where I go, well, I don't know who's MVP. And Kane's like, it I could mean, be this person like, or it could be this other person. <laughs> it could be. Uh, Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant's still the best. Kevin Durant's still the best player if, if healthy. Well, he's not going to be MVP. We, no, we don't I'm know who's going to be MVP. He's, he's still the best player. Like Katie says, from the best player, the real MVP is mom. The the real MVP <laughs> is mom. It's always mom. Go mom. You the real MVP. You the real MVP. <laughs> Okay, uh, until next week. Uh, stay safe. Apparently, you don't have to get vaccinations anymore. I think it's apparently it's solved. Well, you have to get vaccinated, but you don't have to wear face mask. Don't have to cure. It's over. Anymore. Mission accomplished. Just, uh, it's gone away. Yeah, we defeat. We done. defeated it. Good. We did it. No we one told it. me, but we we defeated it. I mean, still ten thousand cases a day, but yeah, we did it. We did it. Except Kyrie still can't 
play in New York, but <laughs> do you think oh. do you think even after the pandemic? I wish we talked about that, but do you think even after a pandemic they should just ban Kyrie from like playing in New York? <laughs> <laughs> they just go like, you're a bad person. We just don't want you to be able to play in New York. Do you have any view on this that Kyrie potentially will be able to play in the playoffs at home? I mean, I hope so. I'll, I hope so. I hope so. Okay. Well, there you go. There, I, I think that teaches us a good lesson. Don't follow the rules and just keep waiting until they have to bend the rules to fit you. you get you. You get, you your, get way. your way. He, he has been ahead of everyone this entire time. He's like, I can coach. I can coach this team. And yeah, <laughs> looks like Steve Nash might be might get fired. And then he's like, oh, I'm not getting the vaccination. You know, they need to change the rules, and it seems like that's going to happen too. God bless you. God bless Kyrie. It's a good lesson for the kids out there. Good lesson. Uh, until next week. Stick to your guns, you'll get your way eventually. Remember, stick to your guns, stick it to the man. Whatever you want, your dreams come true. <laughs> Thank you. See ya. Thank you, Kyrie. Thank you, Kyrie. <laughs>